Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk about some history. Hopefully you're caught up on WandaVision so you understand what we're talking about. If not, go do that and then come back because there's going to be a bunch of spoilers ahead. So get ready. In the most recent episode, Peter Maxim, I'm sorry, Pietro made his triumphant return to the MCU. Only it wasn't the Pietro played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. Instead, it was Evan Peters from the Fox X-Men movies. Later this week, we'll talk more about the implications this may have for the MCU going forward, but today, we talk in recasts. So, Evan Peters showing up was a hell of a twist, but it wasn't the first time the MCU has recasted a prominent character. We're going to look at some of the other recasts that have happened throughout the series, some of which were done because of contract disputes, some because of popularity, and others just because, why not? Is there a certain recast you loved? Maybe one you hated? Let me know on Facebook at facebook.com slash thenightnerd. Marvel actually started pretty early with their recasts. Three films into the cinematic universe, we had not one, but two recasts of major characters. The first being in Iron Man 2, where Tony Stark got a new, and arguably better, best friend, as well as a new dad, too. In the original Iron Man, Terrence Howard plays James, War Machine rocks Rhodes, with the promise that he would suit up in time. But, as fate would have it, before Howard could ever suit up as War Machine, he was replaced by Don Cheadle, who still plays the character today. He even has his own series, Armor Wars, coming to Disney Plus soon. There have been a few rumors and a little speculation as to why this recast happened, but the general understanding at this point is it revolved around a pay dispute. Whatever the reason was, we got Don Cheadle, and more Don Cheadle is always a good thing. Iron Man 2 also saw Tony's father Howard Stark get recast, though only appearing in photos in the first Iron Man he was played by an actor named Gerard Sanders. John Slatery took over in the sequel and would revisit the role of the Elder Stark, promise this isn't a Game of Thrones reference, in the subsequent movies. Howard Stark would also be temporarily recasting Captain America the First Avenger by the younger Dominic Cooper, who also reprised the role in the Agent Carter series. While we're also on the subject of Iron Man 2, we should also mention that Max Favreau played a boy that would later be retconned to be a young Peter Parker, a role that would later be played by one Thomas Stanley Holland. With the multiverse starting to branch out and finally being a real thing, you could argue that 2003's Hulk movie by Ang Lee is in continuity. But I'm not quite sold on that theory just yet, as fun as it might be, so Eric Bana probably doesn't count. Probably. Also, the various Spider-Men, Mans, Spider-Manses, well, they aren't recast as much as their own universe's versions, so they probably shouldn't count. That being said, we have seen both the Hulk and Banner recast. Mark Ruffalo, of course, took over the Bruce Banner role in The Avengers. He also did the motion capture for the Hulk, and the CGI model used for the Hulk himself was also redone to look more like Ruffalo, making him the first actor to play both parts. It's no secret that I, Lance, love Edward Norton. Primal Fear, Fight Club, Death to Smoochie, Fight Club, Rounders, American History X, Fight Club, the dude's amazing. Rumors have it that he was all in on his role in The Hulk and wanted to do a dark story arc over multiple films. He even did a rewrite of the script for the first movie. Creative differences, schedules, and such led to Norton leaving, ultimately. Fun fact, Mark Ruffalo was actually director Louis Leterrier's first choice for Bruce. So, I guess things worked out in the end. The next recast you have to chuck 
up to Disney scheduling against itself. In the first movie, we were introduced to the Warriors 3, one of which was the swashbuckling Errol Flynn-inspired Fangel, who was played by Josh Dallas. Dallas is best known for playing Prince Charming on ABC's Once Upon a Time. ABC and Marvel must have missed a meeting or something as Dallas was forced to leave the Thor sequel due to filming commitments on Once Upon a Time. The MCU quickly recast the role with Zachary Levi, who, just like Ruffalo, was actually the first choice. Levi would expand the role and add his own flair to it before being killed in the third Thor film. Probably another reason I, Lance, don't like Ragnarok. If this was an alternate universe Lance, though, I might say that Ragnarok was a revitalization of a character whose solo movies left a lot to be desired up to this point, injecting a good bit of humor and cosmic weirdness that made the third out and a joy to watch. Zachary Levi would later go on to be the god of lightning in his own right, playing Shazam for DC. The last recast I want to talk about is probably the one that made me the saddest. In Captain America the First Avenger, Hugo Weaving played the Red Skull, one of the best villains to date in the MCU. The power-hungry Nazi introduced us to the Infinity Stones and helped set up the next decade of movies. In a surprising move, Hugo left the role claiming he hated the makeup process. It wasn't a big deal because the first Avenger was set in the past, so we'd probably never see Red Skull ever again. Oh, how wrong and naive we were. In one of the many jaw-dropping moments of Infinity War, Thanos and Gamora run into the skull on the distant planet Vormir. Most people, myself included, would have lost money betting that Weaven had made a shocking comeback to the character. Luckily. I never took that bet, because Under the Red was actually The Walking Dead's Ross Marquand, who did an amazing job impersonating a weary, German-accented Hugo Weaving voice in both Infinity War and Endgame. I'm really curious to see if he returns to the role in the future. I know that's not every recast in the MCU. I mean, there's Cassie Lang, Monica Rambeau, Anton Vanko, I guess Thanos too, but I don't really think that counts. Uh, let me know what recast you noticed. Uh, you can leave a comment here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it, just look for The Night Nerd. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me at nightnerd at nightnerd.com. Uh, that does it for me today. I'm Lance, and thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time.